Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Rob Fuzz in the house two days in a row. I heard the notification. That means one thing. It is Pub Talk. It, you know, I, I think I might have messed up here. I might have messed up the number. <laughs> it's Pub Talk know. 11, though. What, what is it, it, is it Adam? It is 11. Yeah, it's 11. It is 11. Did I put the right number yeah, there? You, you, you did the right number. Okay, I got a little nervous there. What's going on, everyone? Two in a row? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have... Disney oh. Dan in the house. How you feeling, Dan? Hey, How's it going, buddy? What's up? Good Welcome back. You, Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. And of course, he has a new nickname, Captain Oscar, right here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Adam Sadlick, the king of beers. You have that cherry beer again? What do you got today? This one's this one's a, I've got the cherry one as well. This one's a raspberry one that I picked up yesterday Ooh, from the shop raspberry. as well. So like the yeah, ra raspberry, raspberry ale, pure raspberry ale, okay. uh, which is quite nice. But I prefer the cherry one, so I thought I'd drink the raspberry one first. Then I'll then I'll have the uh, the Belgian um, cherry one as well. So yeah. all right. Since this is our second stream, I'm over my beer budget for the week. I'm only drinking Crystal Light, which stinks. And Dan is drinking um, a classic Pepsi Max, Pepsi very Max. full of alcohol. Nice, nice. Good nice. old Pepsi beer. We like Pepsi beer. <laughs> Yeah. So before we start, don't forget smash that like button. If you haven't subscribed to this channel, please subscribe to this channel. Hit that notification bell, and of course, definitely check out all my partner channels. This is one of them. Adam's Land right here, and Ebony's little channel. Check this guy out, Mister One Thousand Disney Dan in the house. My power channel, and all my my power channels, all my uh, partner channels. Of course, my sponsors, DNG Explorers, my buddies, and of course, Three Hundred and Sixty Multimedia, my other sponsor. But it's a self-proclaimed sponsor because it's my company. But definitely check out those sponsors. I appreciate it. Welcome <clears> to the <throat> chat. What's going on, everyone? I'm sorry I haven't been here lately. I've been really busy, all that stuff. So let's see who's here. Uh, but yeah, we did two in a row, so which is great. Dream Dreamers Empire is here. More sunshine, yeah. please. Uh, who else is here? Uh, Diamond Diamond Films, Roof Metcalf, Dreamers Roof Empire, Roof. Disney Nerd Herders, uh, Matt Lake. So yeah, welcome yeah, guys. Of course, welcome, Dude, welcome. Diamond Films is Frankie, my my nephew, and I apologize, Frankie. Frankie, Frankie. Yeah, we haven't done we haven't done Frankie Friday in two weeks. I apologize. Hopefully, we're gonna do it this week. We need a topic though, and Frankie, you know I love you. I'm so sorry we haven't done Frankie Friday, but um, it's alright. What? Yeah. what? Yeah. what? Yeah. Oh my god. Ladies and gentlemen, Frankie is here. Look at this. Live <laughs> Come on, you want to join us? Make it up to you. All right, look at immediately ended. What? Whoa. For, for, for a moment there, I was like, whoa, how'd you do that? <laughs> I didn't see whoa, that I can, hear, I can hear the live chat. <laughs> Frankie in the house, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, Frankie? Frankie, Frankie came over tonight. That was a little, little stage. I gotta, I gotta bring Adam and Frankie. <laughs> Joining us today, special guest Frankie Friday. Frankie of Frankie Friday. What's up, buddy? So much. Yeah, you watched the Oscars last night? No, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> he could chime in. He's cool. You want to real quick? Coke reveal. Here we go. Always. Every Same time I'm in any live stream of any sort. There we go. Oh, that was a good one. So we've got um, we've got super infused in as well. We've got Sez, Sez is in. Welcome, Sez. Captain Akron, I didn't shout out before. So we got to get Jackie from Super Enthused on the pub. We oh gotta, yeah, we got to get Stacey, her. Stacy Rogers. Stacy Rogers has joined us as well. Welcome, Stacy. So, Matt, what's going on? Four or six out of school. He is out of school. That is true. So, what's going on, everyone? All right. So, Dougie, Dougie is in as well. Dougie, Dougie. Yeah, she'll be in. That's cool. She has. She wanted to be in there. So. What's going on, everyone? Of course, the topic today is the big topic we did yesterday. 
our predictions. We'll see how we did today. And it is the Oscar recap. We'll see how we did. I don't know. I don't know. What did you tweet out there, Adam? Dan was kind of laughing at you there. What did you tweet out? <laughs> I, I, I just tweeted out to uh, to come and see how we all got on on the on the Oscar predictions. Oh, obviously, okay. yesterday yesterday we submitted our predictions. Uh, Dan obviously couldn't make um, the live stream last night, but he sent us his predictions in, which we read out for him on the live stream uh, for anyone that saw it. Um, if you he rigged it. it. He changed all my answers so he can win. I did not change anybody's answers. I, I, I uh, we, we have them in the uh, in the chat messages between us. From <laughs> so, <laughs> and moving forward, moving forward, just fill in. Even if you didn't see, you didn't see, just fill them all in. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 had to like Dan didn't put any uh, any predictions in for the the three shorts or the. Um, uh, the documentaries, the documentaries. two documentaries either. So, uh, so I kind of, in the end, I'd submitted my predictions. And I just thought it'd just be fair for Dan if I just went with the same predictions for me. You know, some were right, some were wrong, you know, whatever. It's But then that way, yeah. you know, I, I couldn't just kind of, you know, just pick random ones that maybe stood no chance of winning. So. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I'm glad we, we, we filled them in. So, but next time we will do, we will do all the predictions. So go ahead, Adam. Let's, let's go ahead. Take it over here. Take over. What do, you, what do you want me to do? I mean, are we are we diving straight in? Are we good? Straight in. Let's do it. Straight in. Okay. Yeah. So so obviously for anyone that's just catching up, we uh, we did our predictions yesterday. Brandon joined in as well. Fantastic years for those who know Brandon. So uh, between the four of us, you know, we've been watching a lot of the movies. We've been reviewing them um, during our um, Oscars. Well, when the nominations were first announced and when we had the BAFTA catch up a couple of weeks ago as well. And, uh, and then... Yesterday we did our predictions of what we thought after reviewing a lot of the movies, what we thought would would take uh, the statues at the Oscars. So obviously the night started with the first um, the first category, the first award dished out was that for the best actress in a supporting role. So one of the big ones straight from the start. So um, so obviously the nominations were Emma Stone from The Favourite. Uh, we had Rachel Weisz also from The Favourite. We had Amy Adams from Vice. Regina King from If Beale Street Could Talk and uh, Marina Ditavira from uh, Roma. So, um, so just to recap, I I went with uh, Rachel Weisz. She won the BAFTA. Um, I think she took. Did she take a Golden Globe as well? I can't remember. She took the but Globe she, as well. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, and she won the BAFTA. So I went with Rachel Weisz. I knew Regina King was um, being raved about as well, but I I decided to stick my to my guns and, and went with Rachel Weisz. Uh, Dan, you went with Emma Stone, didn't you? Is that right? Yeah, I went with for. Um, I wanted to choose out of the two favorites. Yeah, from the favorite. From the um, favorite. I thought because yeah. Rachel Weiss won the BAFTA, I felt like Emma Stone was going to grab the Oscar. Um, but it's quite, you know, I was actually rooting as well for Amy Adams, even though she wasn't going to win because she's been nominated six times, and you <laughs> yeah. know, she wasn't she wasn't going to win, but. Um, I, you know, this, this really, um, was quite interesting because there was a lot of unexpected wins. And I think this one was again, an unexpected win. Um, so yeah, Yeah. I mean, I, I, with, with you going for Emma Stone, I preferred Emma Stone's performance in the favorite. I thought thought she eclipsed uh, Rachel Weisz personally, but, um, but I thought Rachel Weisz had the momentum going in, uh, Brandon, I can say did go for Amy Adams and I thought she turned in a fantastic performance in Mm. Weisz. You got to remember that the role she played it, it, you don't watch that performance and think Amy Adams at all, you know, so the transformation 
was fantastic. And uh, and to cap it all off, Rob, you went with me, didn't you? And you went with Rachel right. Weiss for yeah, this one. Yeah. yeah. So um, as it turned out, and I knew there was a lot of buzz leading up to her, and I very almost picked her yesterday, but I stuck to my guns. Regina King from If Beale Street Could Talk took that first award. So uh, we all got off to an absolute flyer where it became <laughs> no one got by any of us because we could get a big trip across the board. Oh, she was yeah. the predicted favorite and everything. And I'm like, I didn't hear she was the predicted favorite. But I yeah, so we were all zero for one after the first award. Yeah. And I was like, well, at least I'm not losing. <laughs> well, it's weird because but, uh, her, her buzz really, really got going literally a week before the Oscars. Yeah, and that might you know, everyone was talking about Rachel Weiss, Emma Stone, Amy Adams, and Marina Tedevera. But you know, I think Regina King really just came in at the end and just just stole it from them. So, um, you know, I'm actually quite happy she won. She she did a very great performance in If Bill Street Could Talk. So, um, yes, yeah, I'm you know, I'm happy with that result. So, yeah, I, I was happy. Um, and I kind of kicked myself for not picking her, but I was, you know, I was happy. I thought she did a, a great performance. Mm. So uh, welcome to a couple of extra people in chat. Um, Lisa, Lisa Post, uh, Expedition Theme Park as well, and uh, My Westies TV. So welcome, guys. Yeah, so uh, so after the first uh, award was dished out, we were all zero for one, so we'd all had a, a fantastic stellar start. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, onto the next one, which was there was only three nominations in the next category. It was one of the smaller um, categories, which was uh, the award for makeup and hairstyling. So the nominations were for Border, uh, were for Mary Queen of Scots and Vice. They were the three films nominated for makeup and hairstyling. Uh, achievement in making hairstyling. So Dan and Rob, you both went for Mary Queen of Scots, didn't you? You both went for the classical. And um, I really regretted that decision just because <laughs> of how how well they completely transformed um, Christian Bale in Vice. Um, yeah. I just completely, completely forgot about how well they did that, and it was just a complete wrong decision. Uh, I think it was just the go-to thinking makeup and hair. You would think, you know, classic Mary Queen of Scots, but what they did with Christian Bale and for Amy Adams, and for Amy Adams, yeah, I think a uh, big, big mistake because Vice, yeah, thoroughly deserved best makeup and hair. That's it, and and also, I mean, if you look at the the way the other nominations for the other awards went, obviously, Mary Queen of Scots was only nominated in maybe one or two yeah. uh, categories all night, whereas Vice was up for a, a best picture nomination. So, when you're looking at um, makeup and hairstyling, you often look and see if any of these pictures are up for best picture, and that kind of gives you a slight indication as to where it's going to go. So, so I went with Vice. Brandon went with Vice too. Um, so and I'm laughing because Dan, I agree. Like we were watching the Oscars, and, and they show the clips of Vice. I'm like, oh, made the wrong mistake. <laughs> like as we went, <laughs> a lot of times I was like, oh, it's too late. I made the wrong mistake a bunch of times. Oh, uh, yeah, it's all it's just all good fun though, isn't it? So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but obviously, yeah. So after after the second um, award was dished out, I had one out of two. Brandon had one out of two. Uh, Dan and Rob still, early. still yet to score. Brandon, Brandon was, yeah, I mean, we'll find out as we go along. Yeah, two awards, two donuts for I me. Know. I was very, I, I was, I was nervous going, going, going yeah. on. But, uh, okay. So great. the, the third award of the night was, um, it was one that Dan hadn't really, um, 
voted on, yet I gave him his first point of the night. So you're welcome, Dan. <laughs> so yeah, and that Aww, was uh, thanks. That, that, you're welcome, buddy. So uh, yeah, to be fair, it was a no-brainer. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, it was between one of two. I thought so. Um, so yeah, it was a documentary feature uh, with the nominations being Free Solo, um, uh, Hale County, This Morning, This Evening, Minding the Gap, Our Fathers and Sons, and RBG. And I had a feeling it was going to be between Free Solo and RBG. They were the two documentaries being talked about. Free Solo had taken the BAFTA two weeks earlier, <laughs> so I went with Free Solo. Uh, which I know Rob did the same. Um, Dan, we put you down as free solo as a default because just to match what I'd put. And um, yeah, you're welcome, dude. Um, Brandon went with free solo as well. We all we all cleaned house that time. That was that was what won it. So so that got everybody off the mark. Finally, we've all got points. I mean, the only reason why I didn't vote was because, you know, I hadn't seen any of them. And Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. I just, but I thought because everyone else... You know, was voting. I thought, you know, I thought Adam would do do me justice and pick the <laughs> pick the winner. <laughs> Team, teamwork, dude. Teamwork. No, thank you. <laughs> well, only for this, only for this award. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. one more. There may be one more. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So, okay. So the next award that was dished out was, um, and I was surprised they didn't kind of do this at the same time as um, the. Uh, makeup and hairstyling award because mm. it was the achievement in costume design which they kind of tie in hand in hand in a sense so i was surprised that uh this one wasn't dished out at the same time but the achievement in costume design five nominations so it was black panther the favorite mary poppins returns mary queen of scots and the ballad of buster scruggs so i think it's uh all three of us on this stream, so Dan, Rob, and myself, we all went for the favourite, didn't we? We all said it was going to be a classical film that wins this, as it often is right. for this award. Um, so we were looking at either the favourite or Mary Queen of Scots. We all went with the favourite because that seemed to have yeah, the, the more the momentum buzz. going into it. Yeah, 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 the biggest buzz and the more momentum. Uh, Brandon was the odd one out who went for Black Panther. And uh, lo yeah. and behold... Brandon went into the lead because Black Panther was the one that won it. Which Black Panther's a comedy. Come on, I, I was I, not going to win an Oscar. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest because there was a few awards where, like, going into it, I know we had all kind of hedged our bets on the favorite in quite a few awards. And the moment this one dropped, which was only what the fourth that award of funny, the night, yeah. so funny you said that. The fourth award, I was kind of, I was like, wow, this does not bode well for the favorite because the favorite was nominated in 10 categories. And for exactly. it to lose this one this early on, I was bad. I, I was like, this, this, is, this is one I had pinned on for the favorite. And I was like, it was so funny you said that. Sorry, Dan. I, I thought the same exact thing. I'm like, man, I am, uh, I, don't, I don't know, family stream. I, I am a. Uh, <laughs> Not doing. I'm not going to do good tonight because yeah, yeah, yeah. 100 the way you said it. I'm, I'm no, no, honestly, <laughs> I was profounded by this result because don't get me wrong, the costume design in Black Panther is fantastic, but it's fantastic. Yeah, you know, but but, but you watch the favorite, and, and you know, even just looking at all the designers, you have two Sandy Powell designed movies, and she got beat. She had, very, very well, yeah. she had. A two and five chance of winning. Yeah, and I she was, lost. I just 
She had 40% of the vote. She had 40% of the vote. 40% of the nomination, at least. Sorry, yeah, 40% of the vote. It just astounded me because you watch The Favourite and The Favourite is stunning. It's a stunningly designed film. Yeah, the, the favorite is visually stunning. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, the, the costumes in Black Panther are fantastic too. But, but um, even in something like Mary Poppins Returns, Mary Poppins Returns had great costumes as well. What I'm saying is, Sandy Powell, you know, just got really, <laughs> I'm going to keep it PG, but she had a great chance of winning and um, I she wonder fell at the finish line. I wonder if, like, and I, I know Sandy Powell's won when she's been against herself in the past, uh, yeah. and that's just credit to her work. But I wonder if this year, perhaps, her being against herself was her own downfall, and that maybe, you know, if all if all of the nominations she maybe got, or all of the votes, sorry, she maybe got, uh, were just for the one film, mm. we don't know what the outcome would, would have been, but, um, mm. but perhaps, you know, votes for the favourite and votes for Mary Poppins returns against each other, possibly cancelled out her her Oscar win this year. Um, that's not to take away from Ruth Carter, though. She did do a, a fantastic job on Black Panther. And she took the award, which was, again, it was staggering. Uh, but yeah, that, that was the one where I was like, oh, this tonight's not going to go as I thought it was going to go. So, 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 so that left me after the first lot, after the first uh, four, Awards. Yeah, that I, was on, I, I was on two. Brandon took the lead on three. You guys were both on just one out of the first four. Wow. So, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. So, so yeah. Oh, which, well. uh, so many we got at that point. Which I, like the, I like the way you did that too, Adam. That was cool. <laughs> way, I have like a 32 inch spreadsheet in front of me with Adam's mega sheet <laughs> up here. And as it goes, you see how bad I did. So. Yeah, well, um, I, I, yeah, yeah. Categories for how many wins he has at that point, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, achievement in film editing was the next award. Um, mm -hmm. So obviously, the nominations for achievement in film editing went to Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, Vice, The Black Klansman, The Favorite, and Green Book. Um, once again, you you two guys, you went for the same films. You both went for The Favorite. Yep. Me and Brandon both went for Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, the reason I went for Bohemian Rhapsody was because uh, John Upman, who was the editor, now normally an editor would work very closely with the director once the film's wrapped shooting to um, to put all the editing into place in post-production. Obviously, um, it was well publicized that Brian Singer was sacked from the Bohemian Rhapsody movie before it finished shooting. Um, so John Upman had to do his job by himself. I think the Academy took that into consideration and gave him the award based on the stellar job he'd done without his director uh, to assist him. Um, uh, so obviously Bohemian Rhapsody won it. Would it have won it had that controversy not happened? We don't know. We don't know. That's maybe. Hollywood though, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so obviously uh, Bohemian Rhapsody took that award. So that put me on to three uh, three wins out of five, Brandon on to four, and you guys were still tied on one. It, yeah. it is an interesting win, I think, because, you know, film editing, I think the fav uh, the, um, the favourite was very well edited, and I think Green Book, you know, I thought Green Book was going to take that one as well, but no, I was yeah, a bit surprised. And, and again, Black Klansman and, and Vice, I thought all, all of them, I thought it was a very strong category. Um, I mm. love the editing in, in Vice and the way everything was, was spliced together to, to tell the story. Um, I loved 
I thought Black Klansman was great. Yeah, the favourite and Green Book, like you say, all of them were were great. But because yeah. John Oppen had to do his job without his director, um, that's that's why I voted for him. Oh, not that's why I predicted him. Sorry, and uh, and yeah, he got the he got the vote. So so yeah, so that left us on three for myself. Brandon on four. So clearly, at this point, the favorite was not many people's favorite. At this point, the favorite was not many people's favorite, and uh, and the, ne the next award was the one that left me most staggered by this. Me too. So that was the achievement in production design and set decoration. So the nominations were the favorite, uh, First Man, Roma, Mary Poppins Returns, and Black Panther. And all three of us, once again, we all went for the favorite, like we'd been predicting all along. We thought the classical type of film would do very well in this category. Uh, Brandon stuck with his Marvel film. He went for Black Panther. Lo and behold, Black Panther won it. That spelled very bad news for the favourite. Uh, <laughs> once, once achievement in production design, set decoration didn't go to the favourite. I was by this point, I was already looking through through the rest of the uh, nominations that the favourite had. And I, was, and I, <laughs> I, I, I was sat there thinking, "Oh my god, the favourite's got ten nominations, and it's not going to take home a single award tonight." That's 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 what I believe at that particular point. Um, so yeah, that was absolutely staggering. So, I uh, yeah, I mean you Grace, look you look at Grace those. So uh, welcome Grace because she she had some great insight yesterday. Grace F, editing for a movie uh, with so much music and the crowd scenes at Live Eight definitely an appropriate win. Yeah, Grace has just chipped in. So yeah, uh, Grace has got some good feedback. But yeah, sorry sorry Dan, what were we going to say? I, I mean sorry you I mean you're looking at that list. You got the favorite, First Man, uh, Roma. Um, you can even say Mary Poppins Returns, but especially those three the favorite first man roma their production i thought was incredible i think the favorites production um and the, their design was just second to none but it, it it something just didn't seem right for me when i saw black panther take this one i don't know why but I think, like you said, once Black Panther won this one, I was like, right, the favorite. All my predictions for the favorite, I might as well have just, you know, thrown out the window. But yeah, I was, I was absolutely staggered by this one just... when, when the favorite didn't win this one. Given, given the locations that they used in the favorite, the historical mentions and, and things that they used um, to to really capture the essence of the story, I couldn't believe it. I mean. Don't, again, don't get me wrong. All of them have got fantastic um, production design and sets. You, you look at what uh, what they recreated for First Man. Roma is is really good and it captures the story beautifully. Mm. Mary Poppins, I, I love their set decoration, um, it, and it sort of brings you back to the original film. Um, and Black Panther again, what they do with Wakanda, it's great. But I just did not see Black Panther taking this film, uh, taking this uh, this award. I, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, bit surprised. Yeah. It, it, so it got to this moment, and and Brandon by this point was way out in front. So so that left me on three out of what out of six, um, and you guys were still tied on one out of the first six awards. Yeah. <laughs> we were doing really well so far. Yeah, Brandon was out ahead on five. So so um, his love of Black Panther was uh, was was winning him. It was good. It was a well taken risk, if I'm honest, because. I think no one really expected Black Panther to pick up so many Oscars. So. No, that's the thing. It's a great movie. Black Panther is a fantastic movie, and um, it's deserved the accolades it's got. But I didn't see it scooping 
as many awards yeah. as it did. You know, there was a few surprise winners last night, and obviously we'll get onto those as we go forward. Mm. Uh, welcome the Mickey Bunch. Welcome Kay. Hey, into the hey Kelly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but it, I was just, I was. There was some on that one. Great, great, great surprises, and that was one of them last night. I thought so. So, which moved us then on to one of the ones that I think was an absolute given last night, which was the achievement yeah. cinematography. Uh, obviously, the nominations were um, for for Alfonso Cuarón for uh, Roma, uh, Cold War, Never Look Away. So, three of the f- uh, five foreign language films got uh, achievement in cinematography nods, uh, and then The Favorite and A Star Is Born. Um, we all well uh, with the exception of brandon brandon went for a star is born for cinematography i didn't think that one was in the running i thought i thought if it wasn't the one that did win it i thought the only one that could push it was maybe cold war uh, Mm. because that was also shot beautifully in black and white Uh, great cinematography but uh obviously it went to the one that we all predicted which was roma alfonso Cuarón got his first oscar of the night um and yeah very well deserved that That was issue with, yeah. I think. So. Was that when Guillermo del Toro gave like Alfonso Cuaron like the biggest hug I've ever seen in my life? No, I think that was for one of the later awards. Later ones. Yeah, that was one what of the later ones. ones. <laughs> Bring so, that up. Yeah, yeah but uh, that, yeah. Um, but yes, he did give him a huge hug. Yeah, uh, great friends. But um, yeah, achievement cinematography was one of the ones that was definitely a shoe in. So, so um stacy roger says adam did you hear the one guy thank me in his acceptance speech he said stacy and a whole bunch of words then rogers and so he said my name <laughs> Stacey, I'll, I'll go back and watch that <laughs> That's and, funny. Uh, and i'll and i'll drink to your um your your thank you in the acceptance speech <laughs> so yeah so okay so so this is where we started to gain uh, gain ground back on Brandon because that gave you guys your second points of the night. It gave me my fourth. Yeah, Brandon was bragging all along. He was way ahead of us here. I was real nervous. <laughs> but then we went into um, achievement in sound editing and achievement in sound mixing. So achievement in sound editing was first, which was the nominations were for First Man, A Quiet Place, Bohemian Rhapsody. Excuse me, sorry, DNG burp. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Black by Peter, DG Explorers. And Roma. So we all went for the same vote on this one. We all got the winner, which was Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. Uh, yeah, achievements in sound editing and sound mixing, as I said yesterday, they usually give those awards to either a good war film or to a musical film. Obviously, there was no soldier stories in this one this year. There was no soldier stories in the race. So it was likely to go to um, Bohemian Rhapsody in this case. I thought sound editing maybe shouldn't have gone to Bohemian Rhapsody. In even though I voted for that one, I thought that was that was my prediction. I thought First Man or A Quiet Place were probably more deserving of sound editing. If you know the difference between sound editing and sound mixing, yeah, yeah. Did so, you did did you see a, a Quiet Place? I did see a Quiet Place, and, and I, I love I love the sound editing on a Quiet Place. I, think I rewatched it two nights ago because yeah. I knew it wasn't you know going to win Best Picture or anything. And A Quiet Place was just incredible. Like, mm. I just loved A Quiet Place. I loved that. You know, I think a lot of people really went into it thinking it was a horror film. Yeah. It's it's certainly a suspenseful film. It's a suspense thriller, it's yeah. It's really yeah. a suspense thriller. I don't think it's a horror film. But I thought it was genius how they, you know, used sound, well, the lack of sound, 
to make everything so much better yeah and then when sound did come into it that's where it really hit home how suspenseful the silence was uh, there's an amazing scene um i'm not spoiling the film or anything but there's a scene where two of the lead actors are underneath a waterfall yeah and you hear them speak on yesterday's screen you hear them speak and you're like wow this is really powerful like this is like amazing amazing sound so um if you guys haven't seen a quiet place i couldn't recommend it anymore it's phenomenal yeah and and for me either a quiet place or first man where you hear just how creaky and rickety those um rockets were when they were flying to out into space uh, for the first time and, and flying to the moon and things and it just it just hammers home exactly how perilous those those missions were back then um, yeah so so for me for sound editing i would have liked to have seen either first man or a quiet place take the award mm-hmm. however and as grace f has also sort of backed up here you know sound sound always go for the music heavy movies yes either those or or the war ones like Dun- we saw Dunkirk take the uh, take the prize. And uh, didn't Argo take? Was it Argo or, I can't or Fargo? I honestly can't remember. I'll be up. a couple of years ago. Same thing. Argo or Fargo, same thing. Argo or Fargo, yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so winners. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody here. Bohemian Rhapsody was correct. Um, so that moved me on to five. Brandon on to six. You guys both on to three, and then on to sound mixing. Again, me, Brandon, and Rob stayed with Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, the gotcha. one difference, the one difference in this category was um, A Quiet Place wasn't nominated for sound mixing. A Star Is Born was instead, and that's the one you went for. Yeah, I went for A Star Is Born on this one just because yeah. I I didn't feel Bohemian Rhapsody was going to win the mixing. Um, I thought sound editing, yes, but mixing i was a bit unsure about because there is a difference but knowing the oscars if you were going to go for editing you should have gone for mixing as well so um not not the whole case but most of the time should have but uh i thought a star is born had better way of mixing their their music their sound um and just the way they made the film using it and mixing everything together i thought was a little bit better but uh, I should have stayed I with Star Wars Board a lot more awards. It was a great movie. Just to just it just yeah, didn't feeling. make it. It was going to do exactly what it did, and it did. Yeah, so. I think I think a Star is Born, as we'll find out as we're going along. I think it's <laughs> suffered yeah. a lot from its early hype, unfortunately. So, mm. so uh, but yeah, so obviously Bo Rap took uh, both of those sound awards. So um, oh, sound editing, sound mixing. Um, so after those awards, that left me on six, Brandon on seven. Uh, Dan on three and Rob on four. So you were was coming back, baby. Yeah, yeah, you were coming back. You were coming back. So, um, which then took us on to um, the award for um, foreign language film. Foreign language. Now, this one we all said was a shoe in. Um, the only person who deviated from this was Brandon. So, and he went with surprise, the one surprise. I thought was going to give it a run for its money if any of them possibly could so we had Capernaum from Lebanon we had Cold War from Poland we had Never Look Away from Germany we had uh, Roma from Mexico and Shoplifters from Japan all five films from like I've not seen all of them but from what I've read up on them they're all quite highly praised this year and a lot of people have actually said in any other given year 
any of these could have taken the prize, but up against Roma, they just didn't stand a chance. Yeah, yeah, and so obviously Roma took the award. So that allowed me to tie up with Brandon on seven um, and move Dan on to four and Rob on to five because we all voted for Roma. Dan went with Cold I think it was a given, to be honest. It was, you know, Cold War was great, but Roma was just, no, it was too far ahead. Yes, by a long stretch. I, I said if, if Roma didn't take that award, I would eat my hat. So, so thankfully, <laughs> <my> head. <laughs> uh, it's not that edible. So, <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So that led uh, led us on to the next um, quite big award of the night, which was another acting award. It was uh, actor in a supporting role. Um, so the nominees. This, yeah, this was a fun category. A lot of great actors in this category. A lot of great actors and great performances. Yeah, I did yeah. enjoy this category. Um, so we had uh, Mahershala Ali from Green Book, um, fantastic performance. My boy. Yeah, we had uh, Richard E. Grant from Can You Ever Forgive Me? Um, I honestly thought Richard E. Grant's performance was a typical Richard E. Grant performance. That's not to say I didn't like it. Uh, I, he, I, I always yeah. love Richard E. Grant in anything. I, I love seeing Richard E. Grant in anything, but yeah, it was a very Richard E. Grant he, performance. But his, his, he, his, he is his first time with the Oscars, wasn't it? Yes, it is, and and he won a lot of hearts over during awards season. He did, um, didn't he? He did, and I thought if anybody was going to give the winner a run for their money last night, it was going to be Richard E. Grant. Uh, Sam Elliott from A Star Is Born was nominated. Adam Driver from Black Klansman. Sam Rockwell from Vice for his portrayal as uh, George W. Bush. Um, so obviously, Sam Rockwell won it last year. Mahershala Ali won it the year before. So the last two winners were both nominated in this category again. Uh, Mahershala Ali taking the prize. Yeah, which, he did an insane performance. Yeah, which uh, I voted for Mahershala Ali. You did, Dan, and Absolutely. you did, Rob. So the only person, again, surprise, surprise, the deviator <laughs> in this one who, who, who broke, uh, who went against uh, our trends was Brandon. He went for Adam Driver's performance in Black Klansman, which was a great performance. It was. Um, but for me, I think out of this whole, just on me personally, the whole with all the actors who got nominated and all the actors who won, Mahersha Ali for me was my favorite performance of the whole year, in my opinion. I think yes. he did a phenomenal job in Green Book. And I think I've said, you know, with all these live streams that we've done, all our pub talks, Green Book was my favorite and Mah Mahershala Ali was just phenomenal. He, yes. he really is an incredible actor, so. Of the of the films nominated for best film, Green Book wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't my least favorite by any stretch. I loved Green Book; it left me smiling from ear to ear. Performances from both Mahershala Ali and uh, Viggo Mortensen were both great in this film. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed Mahershala Ali's performance, and I was very happy that he took that prize last me night. Too. I was very happy. Brand that I predicted him Brandon deviating uh, helped him and then hurt him. Definitely, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the first time Brandon actually, you know, bearing in mind Brandon was five to my three and your guys one. After that one, it left me on eight, Brandon on seven. So that was the first time he'd fallen behind. Right. Uh, Dan on five and Rob on six. So, so we were catching up. Yeah, we get, yeah everyone was catching up there. So yeah. um, that moved us on to the award for best animated feature film. I told you. I uh, told yeah. everybody yeah, last yeah. month. I yeah. said Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was going to win it, yeah. and I told everybody yeah. it was amazing. 
So the nominations obviously were Incredibles 2 and Ralph Breaks the Internet. Then we had Spider into the Spider I'm Verse. Happy Isle of Dogs. You're happy? I'm happy. I was happy about this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I think Ebony wanted Ralph Breaks the Internet to win it, and I if if I was gonna say which film I enjoyed the most, it would have either been Ralph Breaks the Internet or Incredibles 2. That that's not to take away from Spider Man to the Spider Verse, though it's a fantastic Ooh. film. Um. I did sit there and about sort of 20 minutes in, I said, wow, I can see why this one's going to win it. I, I, I had the feeling. I, I knew it had the momentum going into uh, the Oscars. And yeah. so, yeah, we all predicted uh, predicted Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So uh, we all... Just the buzz, yeah. It, it, yeah, it is the- interesting because, we're, you know, we're all movie fans and we're all Disney fans as well. And it's, it's kind of like, right, Isle of Dogs and Maria was not, didn't really have a chance but um for me incredibles 2 was very good ralph breaks the internet i thought was good but i thought the last act was a bit just drawn on a little bit like it was kind of like it like it, like it, it could have been a little bit shorter just for me in my opinion yeah um i think i agree with you on that one. but spider-man into the spider-verse i've got to be honest i haven't had this much fun with an animated film for so long and not because you know i'm a massive spider-man fan but I just liked seeing a new Spider-Man story. I think the animation is phenomenal. It's very different to a typical Pixar or, or Disney or DreamWorks kind of film, different animated film. And I think it was just something that I think a lot of people really overlooked at the start of the Academy season. And then by the end, it's really just, it just blew all of them away, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree. I'll agree. Uh, welcome to the chat to Jack Jones. And bye hey, to Jackie says, boy. Says has to jump out. So take care, says, if you're still watching. Um, special <laughs> But yeah, so. Yeah, uh, but the two Disney movies just, you know, I don't, I guess you mentioned it. We definitely talked about it yesterday, but that they just kind of canceled each other out. There were good movies, but, you know, it's just the buzz and the. I can't wait to see. I haven't seen Spider Verse yet. I can't what? wait to see it. I it's, it. it's well worth watching. It's it's a, it's a good film. It's great. You so, might watch it today. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Spider Verse won that. So that put me on nine. Um, uh, Brandon on eight. Captain Oscar. Dan on six, and Rob on seven. So that, that then took us into a couple of the ones that we weren't that sure of. Um, we had the short film live action. Um, which the nominations were Detainment, Fauve, Marguerite, Mother, and Skin. They uh, showed the previews, and they showed Skin. I'm like, there's no way that movie Skin's going to win. No way. Yeah. So, so well, <laughs> It looks so creepy. Well, that's the thing. So I went with Marguerite because I said the other four films were all about... Um, oh, that was funny. M- ...mishaps to children. And I, thought, <laughs> I thought the Academy might go for the, the, the little old lady. Uh, with- <laughs> Adam's telling me this the day before, or the, before the shot. I'm like, I'm like watching these trailers. Like, what are they going to do to these kids in these trailers? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Brandon went with mother. Dan, by default, because he didn't actually pick one, went with Marguerite, same as me. And Rob went with mother, and we were all wrong. Skin won it. Oh, so, right. so, um, so, so Dan could have caught up there if he had actually voted for skin. But um, yeah, sorry, sorry, but Dan. I I'll let you, <laughs> you down on that. One to be honest, I probably would have voted for. Um, Valve or Marbury or something like that. I don't skin. think I would have picked skin. Yeah. Skin yeah. doesn't sound very um, appealing. No. No. I'm going to watch a live short film about skin. About skin. Yay. 
But yeah, so that moved us then on to the short uh, short animated film. And this one, we did all get right. So the uh, nominations were, were for Animal Behaviour, Bow, Late Afternoon, One Small Step, and Weekends. And there was a big buzz around Bow. Um, that was the... That was um, yeah, so so that was the one we all went for. Um, so that that one took the award. I think that one was a shoo-in. We kind of noticed... Uh, sorry, we kind of knew who was gonna, who was going to win that one already because there was a buzz about it if you read up on it. So the, nobody was talking about any of the other films. Just Bow was the only one that was getting talked about. So, Grace Grace F said, uh, "I picked Skin because of who made it. I saw none of them. I'm a fan of Jamie Ray Newman as an actress. Um, yeah, that's a great point. When when you wrote that though, when you said I picked Skin, it just sounds a bit <laughs> wrong." <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets skin from time to time. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, stream. <laughs> we all saw Bow. It was before Incredibles 2, right? That's a great... It's a great... Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were talking about that, and it was on uh, Incredibles 2, so, yeah. So, yeah. so Pixar that, 2. Pixar 1. There you go. Pixar 1. There we go. Pixar. That's right. And then the last ones... Um, the, the last one in this sort of trio of shorts, we had the, um, we had the short um film we had the short film sorry short film live action short film animated and then we had the short subject documentary so um the nominations for that one were black sheep end game lifeboat a night at the garden and period end of sentence mm. so all over I, the board i voted not, for period end, I, I i voted for period end of sentence which means dan did by a default as well uh Brandon went for Endgame, which was about um, an end of life care unit, I believe. Not uh, Avengers Endgame. No, not I'm Avengers. Really Endgame, no. That's the only reason why. You it. It. <laughs> um, Rob went for uh, a night at the garden, which was the one about the Nazi rally at Madison Square Garden in 1939. Uh, Dan and I went for period end of sentence, which is the Ooh, one. That's, that's what it was about. You rattled it off, but wow. Yeah, that, so period end of sentence, wasn't it? So, Dan, I scored you another point there, dude. Well, so. I, yeah. I, I picked that pick just out of blind whim because I, I had no clue. And then they showed the clip. I'm like, oh, boy, I picked that one. <laughs> 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 like, there's another mistake. Yeah, I, to be honest with you, I, I just – I wish I kind of saw, like, these trailers before. I, w- I would have probably got a lot more right or, you know. Yeah, that's it. You know, I was, unfortunately, I just – Grace is celebrating the girl power subject matter there for, uh, for period end of sentence. That's – what the subject was about um it was about enabling um girls i think in is it in india or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. to go to school uh, by providing them with um sanitary towels and things because um it's a big problem out there um when they don't have yeah, the, the, the acceptance right. speeches were crazy like even the people who won that they were shocked yeah. they won and they, their acceptance they speech was really were over the moon and, and just to see their euphoria was was fantastic yeah. So that allowed Dan to tie up with Rob uh, there on eight points each because Rob obviously uh, decided to go with the Nazi rally. Yeah, good so. job, Dan, with those picks. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well done, Dan. Yeah, so, yeah. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. Well, you so. see, to be fair, you should have picked one from you, one from me, one from Brandon. It's been yeah, a, yeah. Not from Captain <laughs> Oscar. Dan would have won. Dan should have won with Captain hold, Oscar. Hold, no, hold on. <laughs> we, Me and Adam did not discuss this. He did this out of the courtesy of his heart and his good judgment because he's Captain. I'm, you know, too good for an Oscar. <laughs> what? <laughs> too good for an Oscar. God. <laughs> so I went. So he he generously gave me his points. 
I'd, I'd love to be just be a, a member of the academy and just go to the Oscars. But, you know, they don't have to, have to I'll just go and stand on the red carpet for a little bit. Well, let's move I'll on still, here. I'll let's still the guards top, top, top balcony or whatever. But yeah, so um, so don't mess with that guy. Achievement in visual effects. I was crushed about this one, not was, because was, not because I didn't think it it uh, it deserved um, the win. But the, the the nominations were for First Man, Avengers: Infinity War, Solo: A Star Wars Story, Ready Player One, or Christopher Robin. And I said yesterday on yesterday's live stream, I said I'd love Ready Player One to win it, but it's not going to. It's going to be between. Avengers Infinity War or First Man, and it depends on whether the Academy is going to vote for the CGI aspect or whether it's going to vote for <laughs> your physical sort of uh, visual effects, your prosthetics right. and, um, and props and things like that. And um, and <sighs> we all went for Avengers Infinity War. All of us across the board went for Avengers Infinity War. First Man won it. I was pleasantly surprised that First Man won it. I was happy that First Man won it over over CGI visual effects, but I was mm. obviously crushed that I didn't go for it. I was I was kicked myself. Uh, maybe crushed was the wrong word. I kicked myself. And I think it was kind of like we we thought Avengers had a chance, but realistically, it's still a blockbuster film, and they don't tend to do very well at the Oscars. Whereas First Man, you know, I think realistically had a better chance. Yeah. Um, but. I wish like everything that Ready Player One would have won because that movie is just so like visually oh, incredible. Yeah, we love that movie. It's, it's me and Frankie's movie. We love that movie. Also, that, that's interesting because Grace just said visual that. effects is one of the four categories she got wrong this year. Now, Grace was like we were confident yesterday that she was going to go for a, a clean sweep this year. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was so confident. I was. Gonna I don't do think, I don't think it would have been good. very difficult to get everyone yeah. right. This year. I, I, I don't think really I got everyone right, but I, I was confident of doing better this year than I tough done year. years. And this was, tough, I mean, there was a few surprises that kind of threw spanners in the works. But, um, uh, yeah, so Grace got visual effects wrong. So as did we, Grace, we all got it wrong as well. We went for Avengers. First man took that one. So that left us at that point. I was on 11. Um, Brandon was on nine, and Rob and Dan were both tied on eight. So Ooh. that took us then to writing original screenplay, um, which interesting. Yeah, so it was the two writing categories next. So, so the first one was original screenplay, <clears throat> which, which was Green Book, The Favorite, Roma, Vice, and First Reformed. So I voted for The Favorite. I thought The Favorite was going to take this one. You um, look so excited. Brandon, Brandon voted for Vice. Dan, you went with Roma, didn't you? And <laughs> I did. Rob stayed with me on the favourite. Obviously, I thought by this point the writing was on the wall. I thought, given that the favourite hadn't taken some of its earlier awards, there was no chance that it was going to take this one. But I'd already voted for it. I wasn't going to change my vote at that point. And um, and yeah, <laughs> imagine changing your votes after. I, I would have changed them too. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Oliver's got this one right. So Green Book. Took the prize for this one, which which surprised me. I mean, it's a great story. I just didn't see it taking uh, the writing. We has it hadn't really won anything else during the night, so I didn't think it really, apart from Mahershala Ali. But that that you know that's not really <clears throat> the movie. That's his performance. Yeah. So it kind of surprised me beating out things like Roma and The Favorite, which Roma obviously already won Best Foreign Film, 
and the favorite was you know undoubtedly a favorite going into you know the oscars so i was pleasantly surprised i did yeah. like it yeah um I, I was pleasantly surprised i i was disappointed for the favorite you know but by this point it became well by this point i'd now convinced myself that the favorite yeah. was going to have had 10 no. nominations and was going to walk away with absolutely zero prizes could have nominated for every single one they still wouldn't have won yeah <laughs> yeah ironically the favorite wasn't the favorite to win any of them no the favorite was not the favorite it's just a clever name so <laughs> so uh yeah uh, i might i might make well, it, was it? Yeah. it wasn't because it did bad and it's it, you could use it against it though i'm sorry adam what were you saying <laughs> I was gonna say, i'm gonna do a film next year called not a cat in hell's chance and see if it's like a remote psychology <laughs> yeah to see or, if it, uh, or i uh, lost at the oscars yeah 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 <laughs> this film will win nothing <laughs> So yeah, and the winner is, and when they read your denominations, and, and the winner, the winner is. is, and the winner is. <laughs> Too funny. So uh, sticking with the writing, so where are we at now, though? Because that now it was Green Book, so Captain that, that, Oscar. That left us as we were on eleven for myself, uh, nine for Brandon, and you guys both tied on eight. Um, and then obviously we went on to writing adapted screenplay, which was uh, the nominations were If Beale Street Could Talk, A Star Is Born. Can You Ever Forgive Me, Black Klansman, and The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Um, I, I was went surprised. With, I went with Black uh, Klansman, and so did Brandon. You guys both went for A Star is Born, didn't you? I just uh, want to give Star is Born something, damn it. I thought maybe, I, I, I thought maybe I, people I, thought that too. But it was well written. It, it, was, was, it was well written. Um, don't get me wrong. I would have loved to have seen A Star is Born take this prize or another um, other than just the the one that it was nailed on for um i would have loved to have seen a star is born take something else i went for black clansman purely based on the bafta taking the same prize um taking this you know this it, it took the same uh, award at the bafta so um so grace says adapted she had to give it to spike i mean um give him one already so he stops complaining yes <laughs> uh, and we'll get to more of that later oh. <laughs> yeah so um but yeah, so uh, Black Klansman did take it, and uh, and that gave Spike Lee his moment on on stage with first time. Yeah, that's right. So um, yeah, Black Klansman's a great, great film, great story. Um, so I thought it was, I thought it was worthy of this award. Like I said, I would have loved A Star Is Born to have won it, but I couldn't see Black uh, back Black Klansman. Sorry, I couldn't see past Black Klansman. There we go. Uh, words. Um, if uh, once it had taken the BAFTA, uh, the only one I, I thought that might have given it a run for its money it was if Beale Street could talk. So, yeah, yeah. Now, where did that leave everybody after that one? So that that put me on twelve, uh, Brandon on ten, and you guys were both still tied so on eight. 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 Yeah. This one. This next one was. Uh... Interesting. The, the next one was very interesting. It was yeah. bizarre. I didn't see the next one coming at all. Um, so that was for the next one was, um, well, the next two awards were music awards. So we have music for the original score and music for the original song. I think we all knew which one the latter was going to be. But uh, music original score, uh, the nominations were If Beale Street Could Talk, Mary Poppins Returns, Isle of Dogs, Black Klansman, and Black Panther. I'm very happy about this one. You're happy about this one? Yeah, because the composer of the mu music, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, 
but uh, uh, yeah, I've known him for a while and I've seen him like come up over the years and very happy he won this. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, so um, I voted for um, the score for Black Klansman. Um, both Rob and Brandon went for um, Black Panther. And Dan, you went for Beale Street Could Talk. Beale Street Could Talk, yeah. yeah. So I yeah. thought they had a great score, but uh, yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed their score as well. I thought it was a great you know, score. It, I think Black Panther going into this was very, I did not really, the thing I didn't remember from Black Panther was its score, unfortunately. I just, yeah. just didn't really, you know, when I thought of scores, original scores, I thought Black, uh, Black Klansman had a great original score. If Bill Street Could Talk had a great original score. So I was really surprised that yeah. Black Panther won this. I'm inclined I, to agree with you. And last night, um, I went on another website where you could kind of predict, again, you can predict all your Oscar um well, your predictions, I guess. Like you could cast your votes for your predictions. Um, but what it allowed you to do on this particular website was not just nominate the one that you thought would win it, but it gave you an order of runners up as well. Um, so you could get X amount of points if you if your second choice happened to win it or whatever. Um, and I remember in this category, I didn't have Black Panther as even the second place one. You know, I, I thought Black Landsman and If Beale Street Could Talk both finish ahead of Black Panther in this category. Uh, because like you, I just the this the score wasn't that memorable to me so i was i was absolutely stunned and staggered by this one uh, but yeah black panther won it which gave points to um to brandon and to rob so yeah there we go uh, rob you you got this one you called this one. i did yeah yeah you know my, my logic was I, I don't know you know it's up for best picture i don't know where it's going to get its awards I, that's why i kind of picked it and i said maybe you know who knows? Sometimes it's so weird the way the Oscars work. It could be a landslide. It could be uh, sporadic. This year seemed kind of sporadic. Yeah, this was very, very spread about. So um, it, it was. Yeah, so I mean, when when all was said and done, I think the top film only took four awards with it, which you know, so there was no runaway this year. No, no. Um, but yeah, so that moved us on to music, original song. This is obvious, I think. Which well, we say it's obvious, but one, one person, one person, the deviator, um, who of is not on the screen. <laughs> of course, he did. So obviously, the nominations were um, for song. the The nominations were "Shallow" from "A Star Is Born," "Shallow" from "A Star Is Born." <laughs> and, and when you forgot shallow yeah, 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 thank shallow. you Brandon for picking Buster Scrubs because I, I'm kind of uh, catching up to you here so thank Brandon you when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings uh, from the ballad of Buster Scrubs yeah obviously the other um, the other nominations the I'll other be honest with you, with you it's like going to a concert and the songs you don't like go for a pee break I, I, yeah. mean, honestly, I, I didn't even watch the songs I went for a, like a pee yeah. break you know, I went to go get popcorn Dude, this was this was a no brainer honestly I just it, it was a no brainer <laughs> Welcome, Mike and Jen, uh, Mike slash hey, Jen, uh, our thing life. But yeah, so obviously we had Shallow from A Star Is Born, All the Stars from Black Panther, Animal <laughs> Fight from RBG, The Place Where Lost Things Go. Which um, was good. I really liked was, that song. And I loved um, seeing Bette Midler come out and sing that. Um, that was I great. Think, yeah, it, it was a really good moment. She was great. Um, but so, come yeah, on. So, Shallow was to me the highlight of the Oscars, right we, there. That, we, that performance was phenomenal. That, that that live performance was Come absolutely mind blowing. That was one of the uh, 
standout moments of the night. That was that was fantastic. So they have them uh, sitting in the front row, and that's how they started it. They got up from their seats yeah, and walked. Oh my it, god, it, that was just amazing. But they just they just waited for the intro, and then they went, "Okay, now we'll do it." And they just so kind of got about the seats so and just cool. yeah, oh, it was, that, it was, was, that was so cool. Yeah, I think yeah, the, the that was yeah, like you say, it was one of the the standout shot moments very well. Show. So yeah, so um, so Grace says behind the scenes info when Bradley and Gaga came out from backstage during the commercial break to get to their seats audience gave them whatever standing out that's yeah and um, i have seen i have seen a clip of that actually grace on uh, the academy's facebook story feed um so they did put a a, a clip of them coming back out and and yeah, taking their seats my, my another favorite moment is when you know when they go from the you know the supporting or for for actress they show gaga she's holding her you know she's still holding her oscar there which yeah, is great. in a hand yeah yeah I'm like ah she's got an oscar so so, so after the music uh, ones, um, that left me on 13, Brandon on 11, Rob on 10, and Dan on 9. So, um, so yeah, that, that then took us into the, the four big uh, categories of the night. So the first one being the uh, actor in a leading role. Um, I think we all called this one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. so obviously the nominations were Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody, um, Christian Bale, Vice, Viggo Mortensen from Green Book, Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born, and Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate. Um, we all went with Rami Malek. He won it. What do you think, guys? Were you happy with that win? or yeah, like he deserved it. Overall? overall? I mean... D- don't say anything about Christian Bale, Viggo Mortensen, Bradley Cooper, William Dafoe. They're all very amazing actors, and they've all won. Have they all won an Oscar? I think Bradley Cooper's won an Oscar, hasn't he? I I don't think Bradley Cooper has won an Oscar. I don't think, yeah. I'm, I'm not I, sure. I don't think Bradley Cooper has won an Oscar. But the others have. William Dafoe has. Has he? I, I'm pretty sure William Dafoe has. But um, you, you you know all these four are very established actors really you know they are you know top of the they are incredible actors and for rami malik to come in and give such an amazing performance yeah um and and let's let's you know apart from from um apart from shallow winning best original song i think this was probably the other obvious pick um you know this one i think everyone was you know going to say hey you know rami malik playing freddie mercury was the odds on favorite of getting this Oscar. And, you know, if there was anybody else going to get that Oscar, it probably would have been Christian Bale. Uh, yeah, he played I mean, an amazing role. But... Take away from anyone else's performances, though. I mean, Christian Bale was fantastic playing Dick Cheney in Vice. Uh, he won an award. He won one of the awards, right? I think he did take an award this this award season. Yeah, but, but Rami Malek seemed to clean yeah. up. Most of the rest of them, but it was it was Rami Maddox to lose if it, it you know Viggo Mortensen was fantastic in his role. Bradley yeah. Cooper, I think a, a few people thought Bradley Cooper might have taken this last night just because he was snubbed for Best Director award, um, so uh, he was wasn't even nominated for that. So a few people thought that he would take you know or possibly in with the running at least for this. And Willem Dafoe, I've, I feel sorry for Willem Dafoe because like last year he was up for. Um, actor in a supporting role for a film that was completely under the radar uh, in uh, the project. This year he was up for a, a leading uh, actor in award for, again, a film that kind of went completely under the radar. At, uh, it was At Eternity's Gate's only nomination. Like, and um, yeah. and it's a shame because he, he, he 
portrays uh, Vincent Van Gogh Vincent very, very well in this film. It's, it's, it's mm. a great performance. But it just kind of, the fact that the, the film wasn't there in the spotlight kind of left, I think, uh, I probably left him as an also ran from the start. Um, you know, his, his, his performance wasn't being spoken about at all because all of the other films were at least cast into the uh, the spotlight a bit more. Um, but yeah, mm. Ram, we all we all went with that one. We were all right. Um, did, he so, even, did he even thank Freddie Mercury? He did. He did thank Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Um, yeah, it was good uh, to see Queen. Queen opened the show, of course, which was Queen opened cool. the show, which was which was a, a fantastic, uh, fantastic opening. Um, and what do we think of what do we think of the the, the lack of host this year? I, was, I liked it. I was going to bring it to the end. We're going to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. We we we, yeah, we, 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 we think we're talking points to the end. Yeah. That's 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 a good point. So. Okay. Um, so. But I'll be honest with you. I, I I didn't think Bradley Cooper had a chance in help. I'll be honest with you. Cause just because of the no, season, he just I don't. It just zero buzz. Zero. It yeah. Was such I, a great I, movie. And I, I loved him. I think he deserves the award. Actually, I think he did great. But it just I just had. I, you know, I was we were going with our hearts. We were talking about that. We went with who we were gonna yeah. I wanted yeah. who was going to think was. Yeah, I want. You know, I, I wanted, wanted to be Viggo Mortensen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really I, wanted Viggo Mortensen. I love Viggo Mortensen's um, um, performance in in Green Book, but um, but yeah, Rami Malek. But like, why didn't Viggo even like he had zero buzz? Him and Bradley were like in the same. He had no I buzz. Know, zero buzz about winning this. The thing is, what I felt with Viggo Mortensen, he was kind of outshone by Mashara Ali. You know, I think yeah. out of those two, I think Ali did a better performance as a whole than Brad, uh, than um, Viggo Mortensen. But not saying Viggo Mortensen did a terrible job, but I think Green Book's you know biggest you know performance was from Mahershala Ali. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought uh, Viggo, I thought they complemented each other well. But yeah, come I, on, I, he's yeah. Aragorn in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Grace has just said Rami won eight of his nine nominations this season. So well, yeah, that's so. pretty impressive. Bale did win lead actor in a musical slash comedy at the Globes. So uh, Sam's in the house. Welcome, Sam Media. Hey, Sam so, Media. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So so after Rami Malek took that award, that left me on fourteen. Well, we all picked him. So yeah, we really didn't really do anything. So, yeah, me on fourteen. Brandon on twelve. Dan on ten. And Rob on eleven, uh, and then so we went into uh, which is respectable eleven. Come on, yeah, yeah. oh Not yeah. Um, like someone didn't pick my other picks for me. Oh, <laughs> <guess I'm wrong>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, dude. Go ahead. So then we got we got onto um, uh, best actress in a leading role. So um, so Grace, before we go on to best actress, come on, are you going to tell us this is one of the four you got wrong as well? Because because uh, I'm I think I'm pretty sure you said who i went for in this one so uh best actress in a leading role the nominations were uh the wife um glenn close from the wife uh lady gaga from a star is born olivia coleman from the favorite melissa mccarthy from can you ever forgive me and yelitsa apricio from roma uh none of us voted for melissa mccarthy or yelitsa apricio i think we all thought they were also runs even though to be fair, and I will say it, Melissa McCarthy's performance I thought was great in Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Ulyssa Apuccio was great in Roma. But um, I went with Glenn Close uh, from The Wife. Rob, you did too. Um, she seemed to have all the momentum, especially after her speech at the Golden Globes. Um, she yeah, what's to- her deal? How many times has she been nominated? 
Uh, that was her seventh nomination. Seven? I thought that was going to go for her as well. And um, she never won, right, before this? She never won. That was her seventh nomination. Um, so without winning to date. Uh, Lady Gaga, uh, Bradley went for Lady Gaga, and Dan, Dan, you called it. You you went for you know you know the reason why I went for Olivia Coleman. One because she won the BAFTA. I thought she got a bit of momentum from there. Two, I think Glenn Close, as much of an incredible performance she gave in The Wife, The Wife was not a featured film at this Oscar. Yeah, like it really wasn't featured at all. Whereas The Favorite had ten nominations so even before the oscars went about you know that was kind of like a favorite you know they were thinking more of the favorite than they were the wife and yeah. if it was you know if it was down to it you know olivia coleman olivia coleman did an amazing performance and she you know she had that momentum from the baftas and that's why i went for her because i just did, I, I, there was something about getting close was just not he, I, I, that I, movie's I, not a, that movie's from like two years ago or something. It's I, weird. You look it up. It says 2017. It's just bizarre. Like I, I never heard I, of that movie. I did almost go with Olivia Coleman instead of Glenn Close because of what you just said. Often, I think it often helps if um, if again a performance. And like I was just saying about Willem Dafoe, like at Eternity's Gate, wasn't nominated for anything else. Neither was the wife, um, other than Glenn Close's uh, performance. However, I do always look back to the year Julianne Moore won Best Actress for her performance in Still Alice, which was, mm. again, that was the only um, nomination for Still Alice that year. And Julianne Moore's she performance won, yeah. absolutely fantastic. In fact, her performance moved me to tears, I'll be quite honest with you. Uh, it was such a beautiful film and such a beautiful uh, performance from, from Julianne Moore. So, uh, Glenn Close. Um, so close, but... I, I thought her performance was a little understated, oh, but I yeah. thought it was a very solid performance, and I just thought the momentum she had going into the Oscars, I thought she was going to take it, so I went with Glenn Close in the end. Um, whereas if you'd... It, if the BAFTAs had maybe been two days instead of two weeks... Sorry, if the Oscars had maybe been two days instead of two weeks after the BAFTAs, I might have gone with Olivia Colman. You know, did you see um, Hereditary? Uh... No, I haven't seen that yet, actually. I the actress in that, um, her name was Tony something. She should have been in this category, and she should have, yeah, she deserved to be in this in this group because she did an incredible, incredible performance in Hereditary. Hereditary was probably the best horror movie of the year. Now, granted, not all horror movies are the best, but Hereditary was a phenomenal film. And and she put in an incredible performance, um, which I think you know is really undeserving. And I think there are films from last year which should have got featured. Apart, you know, and there were films this year that I think shouldn't have got nominated. And maybe we could talk about that at the end. But, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Adam, what are you eating? What is that? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just <laughs> oh. yeah, cherry beer. So. Oh, you're a yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to take your tape, but I was like, I thought he was getting the bubbly right? out. <laughs> it's so. it quite, it is quite fizzy. I had, the, I had the bubbly last night for um, <laughs> for the Oscars, and I do have more bubbly to drink. Nice. Bless her, poor Ebony last night. She wanted to stay up for the Oscars. The problem was she'd woken up well too early on Sunday morning, and I was like, she's not going to last. She's not going to last. And she <laughs> How long did she last? She lasted up until midnight, and then like, and Aww. that's still an hour before the actual ceremony starts. And she she sat, kind of sat in there watching some of the red carpet with me. She said, "Can can you wake me up in an hour when the ceremony starts?" I said, "Yes, of course Aww. I will." 
would she wake up? Would she hack us? Like, she, she, she just, <laughs> I shook her about 10 times. Ebony, Ebony, wake up. It's starting. It's starting. And she just didn't oh, wake up. Right. So, right. so I waited a little while and then, and then took you recorded it. She can watch it, right? Yeah, I've recorded it. She's going to watch it. She's <laughs> off school this week. So she's, she's due back with me on Wednesday night. So I've got, I've got, um, a few more treats and stuff and we'll watch it again together then. So Ooh. Grace so, F said, uh, Colette. Yes. Tony Colette was the actress in hereditary, um, which she did an incredible performance. So, uh, yeah, Tony Collette, go check her out in hereditary. Brilliant film. Yeah, And, and Mike says he's seen hereditary is quite creepy and awesome, but she carried the movie and it yeah, really completely agree. Slightly misleading. So yeah. really, really incredible. Very, it's a, <laughs> You know, weirdly, Hereditary reminded me a lot of Inception. Now, they're very different films. One is, you know, a very mind-messing film, um, sci-fi action film, and Hereditary is very much a creepy horror film. But it, they both play with your mind a little bit. And, um, yeah, again, very misleading. So I would definitely check out Hereditary. Really good film. Cool. Cool, I'll, uh, I'll check that out. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. So here after the actress in a leading role, we had two awards left. I was uh, leading on 14. Um, Brandon was on 12. Dan and Rob were tied once again on 11 after Dan caught up with um, with predicting Olivia Coleman, who, by the way, gave the speech of the night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Even though I predicted, predicted wrong, I'm so glad Olivia Coleman won. Me too. Speech, that for me. That whole speech, I was in stitches throughout. That was, that was one of my highlights of the night. Olivia Coleman just her BAFTA one was hysterical. I think she just (laughs) her BAFTA one was hysterical, but the Oscars one because she was she seemed completely unprepared for it. And yeah, do you think she was unprepared for it? Do you think she was playing it up? I I think she was unprepared for it. I thought that was I thought it was great. She's also an actor, so yeah. Oh, she's an actor. Yeah, Yeah. I you know I think she had something in mind. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It was hilarious, though. It was hilarious all the same. So, yeah. If I tell you what, if she planned that, she should she write. She, yeah. she planned that, she should write comedy because it just, it seemed to flow from the heart and from. Um, from I think she was, think she was in a comedy, wasn't she? Yeah. Uh, she, she was in um, Peep Show for a while, wasn't she? So, yeah. it's a, it a great comedy. So, yeah. Um, so, that's where she started out, I believe, in Peep Show. And, so, and Hot Fuzz. Brandon's joined to say so. Who won? Brandon, we're uh, getting to you're gonna have to wait. So we've got two awards left to go. Um, so achievement in directing was the next one. Um, again, this one seems to be. Well, um, this I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna yeah. say it right now. You won because there's only two more categories. You're at 15 and we're at 12. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> there goes the, the the suspense. Yeah. So. And when and when you put a thing out on on. Twitter saying, "Hey, guess who won?" Wink, wink, smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I jumped in a little bit. Achievement in directing. Um, we all seem to know who was going to win this one, with the exception of Mister Deviation, um, who seems <laughs> to go with it all night, which Thanks, we seem well to begin with. Yeah. So uh, achievement in directing. To be fair, I'll- though, I think Brandon just watched Black Klansman and he went nuts on Black Klansman. So yeah, he, that he did. And Black Panther. He, he seemed to nail his uh, his flag to the masts of Black Klansman, Black Panther, and Bohemian Rhapsody all night. To be fair to Brandon, so he still to beginning with B. Yeah. So, but achievement in directing the nominations were Alfonso Cuarón for Roma, oh, uh, Adam Mackay for Vice, uh, Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite, 
Spike Lee for Black Klansman and uh, Pavel Pavlikovsky for Cold War. We all said it was going to be Alfonso Cuaron. No-brainer, uh, no especially as he was nailed on for cinematography as well. Uh, the yeah. exception was Brandon went with Spike Lee, who a lot of people obviously were back in Spike Lee as well, but uh, yeah, it was Alfonso Cuaron. I didn't have any doubt on this one. Um, and he took the prize. So that meant that you guys tied up with Brandon there onto 12. So that pushed me onto 15. Brandon stayed on 12. Dan and Rob equaled Brandon on 12. And that took us into the best picture category. Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, or Vice. And three of us went with Roma. Um the one who yeah. didn't go with Roma, uh, Brandon stayed with uh, his Black Klansman um, vote. And uh, yeah, none of us got it right. <laughs> <laughs> Not one of us picked this picture. So did yeah, so Grace, you know... Grace, did you get this one right? So like, yeah, I, I want to know what Grace went for. I, I'm sure Grace said she was going to go for Roma as well. So You know, uh, you know I, we, I think we spoke about this on our predictions a way back. And uh, I, I remember saying, look, my head says Roma. My heart says Green Book because I love Green did say Book. That. You, I, you I put Green Book twice. Yeah, but you love you love Roma too, though. Damn. I loved Roma. I, I'm not gonna lie, I loved Roma, but Green Book was definitely my favorite. But because Roma did so well, um, I thought Roma was going to win Best Picture. But I so I didn't care if I won or lost our prediction thing. I just was so happy that Green Book won because Green Book was my favorite film of the year. Wow, so Grace changed her um great Grace changed hers to Green Book last night, she said. So pre oh. so, yeah, uh, or during. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brandon says Black Klansman deserved it and he doesn't know how the hell Green Book. Oh, you but did you watch Green Book, Brandon? Did you Green really Book, Green Book is a great story. Now it's it's Green. had a bit of controversy behind it. Um I think a few people felt and this was this was surmised on uh, on Sky TV in the UK last night uh, by the panel. Uh, watching the Oscars, and they said, they said the thing with Green Book, um, it felt like it made the whole issue around the race um, issues in the 1960s. It made it too simple, and it made it quite sanitized, and it felt like a race movie made by white people, and that was spoken by white people who said this on the panel last night. So they said it it didn't seem to cover the race stuff well enough in it in depth and um, and looking back at green book i can kind of see what they what they mean that said i still thought it was a fantastic story a fantastic film and in my heart of hearts i wanted a story going to win but i knew it was never going to be in the in the running i knew leading up to last night it was going to be between green book and roma and i said on yesterday's stream my heart says green book my head says roma Usually my head is right. This year, I was pleased that my head was wrong and, and, my, and my heart was right and, and Green Book won it, even though I voted for Roma. So, um, yeah. yeah, I was wrong. Brandon, Brandon did, did watch uh, Green Book. Um, so I apologize. Um, but, you know, okay. it's... Um, you know, what, what I, why I picked it, you know, yes, maybe it was too simple. Maybe it was you know, spoken more from a white person's perspective. But, you know, I don't, that, yes, no, maybe, that doesn't always make or break a film for me. 
you know it's all you know if it's best picture it's about you know the whole package right it's about yeah. the acting the directing the cinematography the the performances um the, the score everything put into one the best all-round movie now for me if you look at all the other films you could probably argue that there is at least something that may not be as you know not as all-round as you might think and for me just looking at green book i see it more as an all-rounded movie okay i think it's okay. fairly balanced so um i'm not saying that all the other films are, are, are bad or anything but um i just really enjoyed green book i thought it was directed very well and um and i'm very happy that it won best picture green yeah. book had controversy too you guys are talking about bohemian rhapsody controversy the green book had controversy too yeah it did have controversy surrounding it um and, and I'm, I'm looking back too by the way <clears throat> adam I, I can vouch for him he did stay up for the entire house and what time did it and what time was best picture at this point uh, I think they announced that one at around about 20 past four in the morning. Yeah, it's it, crazy. It was around that sort of time. So, yeah, I, mean, I think it finished around 4.30. So I was texting Adam last night, and I, I was dead wrong. I, I didn't pick Green Book at all. I didn't. I just didn't see it coming, just the hype, all that I, stuff, and just based on everything. I was, I was convinced Rama was going to do it. Even at that point, I'm, I'm looking at my text. I put, so, you remember I texted you just Adam last night? I put, Roma, question mark, Bohemia Rhapsody, question mark, the favorite, question mark? I don't know. It's tough. I said, yeah. I'm still thinking Roma, though. Yeah. It was, I, I, didn't, I totally didn't see a green book at all. Like, I didn't even I, put it into my top. Even, even right before they announced it, I, my top three, I still didn't put it in my top three. Wow. At all. Yeah. Did you have it in your? Did you think it was going to win right before it went out? Did, did well, Dan? Did you you know you didn't watch I, it live? I, did you I watch felt, it real time live back? And did you not know what the deal was? I did. I didn't. I didn't see the literally when I woke up on when was it this morning? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. I can't believe it was okay. So when I woke this morning, I didn't look on social media. I didn't look at anything. I literally just rewatched the whole the whole Oscars on my phone. Uh, I didn't read because we have a, a Twitter Oscar group. Didn't see the results or anything like that. I watched the whole thing, and then yeah, and then I saw everything. And, and I'm sorry yeah. if I ruined it on you. So no, no, no. I, I was just saying I I didn't I didn't you know read anything from our our chat or anything. I literally woke up and watched the Oscars. Right. Um, okay. Good. So it was sorry, it was a pleasant really. surprise to see you know these winners and. Um, Okay, so at that point, did chance. you think Green Book had a chance right before they announced it? Like right before they announced it, did you think Green Book was going to win? Adam, I, I, I think well, we. Both what did you both of you? What did you think? We, we'd all predicted Roma, and I, I, I was convinced Roma had got it. Even um, at that point, still Roma. With the hype that, yeah, with the hype, and especially by this point when Alfonso Cuarón had now taken cinematographer. And had taken um, achievement in directing. I was convinced that Roma was going to um, take the prize. I thought so too. Um, and literally, as Julia Roberts opened the envelope and she said, "And the Oscar goes to," I, I just kind of sat there and went, "Roma." And then she she said, "Green Book," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I, no, I had... no, wait, 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 wait! It is Roma. I read it wrong. Like another comment. Yeah, the Moonlight um, La La Land thing. No, I was. 
yeah, I was stunned. I was like, what? That, yeah, I didn't see it coming. Yeah, so. and this is the fifth time ever that the director at Best Movie didn't match in the 90-something years. Because, you know, he won Best Director, right? So... Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, other other people have taken best director and then not yeah, yeah. not uh, one five other times. <laughs> I think uh, I think when Twelve Years a Slave won Best Picture, I'm sure uh, Gravity still Gravity. Yeah, Gravity did quite well that year. Yeah, Gravity took all the other awards except for Best Picture. So uh, and that was what six, seven, eight years ago, something like yeah, that. So, crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's uh, I. I was pleasantly surprised by that one, but because the last few years, uh, I think I alluded to to this last night. The last few years, I always kind of have a film in my heart and a film in my head as to what's going to win it. Right. So if you look at last year, you know I wanted my in my heart it was three billboards, but in my head I knew it was going to be uh, the Shape of Water. The year before that, in my heart said La La Land. My head said Moonlight might take it. Um, the year before that, when Spotlight took it, I knew Spotlight was going to take it, but I was voting for, uh, I was, I was praying for Room to take it. Um, and I think the year was it the year before that as well when Birdman um, took Ooh. it again. There was, there was other films I was, I was rooting for, even though my head said Birdman all along. So and this year, so yeah, usually my head predicts it, um, and my heart says something else. This year, my heart said um, Green Book, and my head said Roma. And so I was, I was pleased that um, that it actually was a Green Book issue. So, yeah, it was a film that left me smiling from ear to ear. To be fair, so so despite the controversy that surrounded it, despite the fact that certain people didn't agree, including a, a certain Mr. Spike Lee, who um, oh god, didn't take that result well last night at all, did he? Um, it it didn't come across much on TV, but I did hear afterwards that uh, the moment Green Book won the Best Picture, he was, had some strong words. Well, he, he jumped out of his seat. <clears throat> he kind of gesticulated towards the stage. He tried to walk out of the auditorium and he got told to go back to his seat. So he, he got stopped right. and told to go back to his seat. And then he refused, uh, I believe, he refused to uh, look at the stage during their acceptance speech. He, he kind of had his back turned to the stage. And he wasn't a happy man about... Um, it's, about like, it's like a baby who exactly. his toy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So... <clears throat> so um, so Spike Lee obviously agrees with Brandon <laughs> that the Black Man should have won it, his film, obviously. Um, yeah, I don't know. Or, or maybe maybe, maybe Spike Lee, I don't know. I don't think he... he he'd, he'd alluded before the Oscars, um, I think in a few interviews, he'd kind of said he won't talk about Green Book. Um, so he'd kind of alluded that he wasn't a fan of that film before, before the Oscars, obviously. Last night he let himself be uh, be known <laughs> when uh, when when Green Book took the prize. So so yeah, that was uh, that was one of the talking points of uh, of last night. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I want to see. I want to see Green Book. I want to see it. So it is. It is. Caesar is in the house. Welcome, Caesar. Caesar, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Hey. Welcome, welcome, Brandon so, Arps. So uh, Mike's going to run. So uh, awesome stream and discussion on the Oscars. Take care. Cheers, Mike. Thank, Thank you very so much. much. Yeah, we, we had a lot of fun with this, guys. Thank you so much. The, the our, our preview was really great. Um, Dan, I wish you were here with us. Uh, we had a great time. Adam, thank you so much. And if you go back, I, I actually want to go back and watch it. It kind of laugh as we just kind of recapped it, but yeah, see what our thoughts were then. Yeah, I'm sorry. So there's no host. What did no. you guys think of the, uh, the three comedians in the beginning? Amy Poehler and uh, Tina Fey. And 
always forget the other girls. <laughs> Would you guys? Was, you know, they could have been great hosts. Why not? You know, what, what? They, they could have been great hosts. But I think um, it's it's funny. I I was kind of dreading this year's Oscars because obviously we didn't know what to expect. The last time there was no host was 1989, and that was an absolute car crash of uh, of an Academy Awards. Yeah. So. Um, I, I thought sure. they were going to have a little more fun with it. They really didn't. I thought they were going to have like I thought like uh, I don't know a couple different past hosts will be in the back and they would you know goof around with yeah. it. And they really didn't do anything. Yeah, and and instead it was just like when you get different stars come out to present the awards in between, which which happens at every Oscars anyway. But obviously you have your monologues and your segues and segments from your hosts. Now obviously you've had Jimmy Kimmel do it the last two years, who's been fantastic. Uh, who else have we had in recent years? We've had. Um, We've had um, Ellen, who was great. Uh, we had um, Seth MacFarlane, who I actually enjoyed his Oscars, even I though did. it didn't go down that well. I, I did enjoy Seth MacFarlane's. Uh, a bit different. Did. It was a bit we different. Had, yeah. uh, we had Chris Rock as well. Um, and we had Neil Patrick Harris, which who's oh, I, that was the one that I thought flopped the most in, in, yeah. in the last few years. Was Neil Patrick um, I really enjoyed Jimmy Kimmel's one, especially the first year of the two that he did. Uh, but I can see why, I think after the way last night went, it wouldn't surprise me if the Academy did the same thing next year and went with no host. Because it seemed very seamless last night. Everything just kept on moving the way it should. You know, there was no... It cut a lot was, of people off. If you think no about... yes, boom, if, out. Yeah, if you think about, like, obviously you'd normally have a big monologue at the beginning from the host uh, who has their say. And then halfway through, they're going to come out and do something like Ellen DeGeneres ordering pizza or doing a selfie photo. Right. So or Jimmy funny. Kimmel bringing in members. Like a variety show. People like that, though. They want to see a variety show. Yeah, bringing in members of the public or taking a, a, few, a few stars to the to the theatre across the road and, and surprising people across there, which he did last year. Yeah. You know, things like that. It just kind of slows the whole thing down and it stops that momentum. And I thought, you know, bearing in mind the Academy wanted to try and shorten the show anyway, and they by doing that, or by trying to do that, they wanted to present four of the 24 awards off screen and do it during the commercial breaks. I think having no host this year just allowed everything to flow seamlessly. You still had your comedic moments. You still had your fantastic moments, that opening segment after Queen performed where you had the, the three of them come out, which was great. Um, yeah, you had the the Mike Myers and, and Dana Carvey uh, Wayne's World bit uh, introduced in Bohemian Rhapsody, which I thought was fantastic. Uh, I was so pleased to see those two on stage together. Um, and there was a few other moments as well that were, were golden last night. And um, Melissa McCarthy coming out to produce um, hair. Yeah, well, uh, was it? Funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, costume design. That's yeah, Melissa McCarthy coming out to produce uh, to present costume design. That was hilarious. So, um, so yeah, I, it didn't need a host, and everything moved along seamlessly. That's that's my thought, and I, it wouldn't surprise me to see the the Academy do that again next year. I I love the uh, the montages they do. You know, the member, the people who died, and um, you know, the different the one montage just showed like all the different movies from the year, not even nominated movies, just. Yeah, you know, if, and that just makes you love movies again. You know, I wish they, I was kind of wishing they would do a little bit more like that. Some years are heavier with that. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Lack, and lack I thought that's the direction they were going to go. They were going to show more of those montages because I love those. So yeah, but they showed one or two, and it was it was cool. So yeah, it was nice. So um, uh, Dan, you want to chime in? What you thought about? The, yeah, the... you know, I think the whole everything flowed way better. I think if there was a host. I felt like it was cut back, cut forward, cut back, cut forward. Like, you know, all it, it was very, I liked the fact it was, you know, flying really, really well. And, um, and it felt quicker. It did, you know, obviously it's a long 
you know, it did feel real ceremony. Quick. It was strange, yeah, but it did feel it felt quicker. And I think because you know, sometimes when you watch these Academy Award shows, I often get you know, I drift off a little bit. Like next up, hair and makeup. Drift off a little oh. bit because it's four o'clock in the morning over there. Jesus. Right. You yeah. know, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm joking, guys. Yeah, you, know, you know, for best live action short film. There was a lot of goofy acceptance speeches too. That was kind yeah, of but you know, I don't feel. I think you know to change the formula by not adding a host. I feel like it doesn't need. There doesn't need to be a host. I think the Oscars, the hosts are the actors and the directors and the people in Hollywood. And the presenters who present. And the pre yeah. Yeah, I don't think there needs to be a Ellen DeGeneres or a Neil Patrick Harris, in my opinion. No, that's right. And and don't get me wrong, I like, yeah, Grace is saying she loved Neil Patrick Harris, and I'm saying he was the one that, for me, flopped. I just thought his jokes seemed a little bit tired as the night went on, and you could sense that in the air that particular year as well. Um, uh, Ruth was asking who my favourite Oscar host was. It's either going to be Ellen, the year she did it, um, when was that, five years ago maybe now? Um, yeah. Ellen or G Jimmy Kimmel two years ago. Um, I I loved both of those as host. Um, I would don't get me wrong. I would love to see any of them back as well. But like I say, I just think last night flowed seamlessly, and it wouldn't surprise me to see the Academy do that same thing again. So, so uh, yeah. And the um, comic book movie won four Oscars. Comic that's movie. crazy. Comic book because the only other comic book film. That I can think of won an Academy Award is, um, what's his name? Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight for Best Supporting Actor. I don't think a comic book movie has ever done that well before. You know, Black Panther and Spider Verse. Take care, Brandon. Brandon's got to run out. Brandon, you you Bye, finished Brandon. on twelve. You tied with Dan and Rob. So the results. It's a three-way tie, believe it or not. And of course, Captain Oscar won. Let's. More Captain Obvious. Captain Obvious. The guy. How many? Okay, tell everyone how many movies in the Oscars you saw. I saw twenty nine of the thirty one that I wanted to see. So um, well done. I, yeah, you know that's uh, that's pretty. We didn't do our homework. Dan did some of his homework. I didn't really do my homework. So. Long story. I, was, I was sat talking to my friend um, this evening on my phone. Uh, just sending a text message, and she said, "What are you up to tonight?" And I was like, "You know, what? it's the first night in ages where I don't feel I have to sit down and try and watch three or four films or go well, what's left is there anything you need that you still want to watch still i'm done now i'm done <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm done watching movies for a while i'm you know i'm just gonna right, I'll, we can go back to playing I'll, xbox right I'll yeah I'll, I'll have a week of um nice um i, I need I've, I've got to actually um read a few scripts this week as well for, okay uh, nice i think people will be like hey pub talk are talking about the oscars again <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's it no more oscar talk here yeah, no more oscar is finished said i know we'll go I'm back to... i got 20 out of 24 grace you are the winner great well well grace wow. enjoy next year's uh, next year's oscar predictions you can join us on this what did grace pick for her best picture i forgot i think asked her uh, grace grace she changed. oh she did she did yeah. pick it that's right she did say that yeah. so she did uh, obviously the the strict rules are grace that um and I and I was hammering Brandon on this last night because Brandon wasn't getting his predictions to me. And he he literally sent them. I think the Oscars was due to start at one a.m. UK yeah. time. And at like right before. I was like, "Dude, send me your predictions, otherwise you're, <laughs> you're not in." And he sent them to me three minutes before the, uh, before the, <laughs> before the stage. So uh, so I was like, "Boom, we're there." So uh, so the game's on. So uh, 
So yeah, yeah you got percent. You you guys got twelve out of twenty four, which is uh, which is not bad. Not bad. It's I, I was going to finish higher than I have in previous years. I think my best is either sixteen or seventeen, and I got only got fifteen this year. So I was uh, I was a bit bummed that I didn't kind of. Um, yeah, I usually do better than twelve, so I do do better. So yeah. Can I just ask a question though? Why wasn't Bruce? From Jaws: The Revenge, awarded Best Supporting Shark. Nice, I like yeah, that. Well, Bruce from Jaws: The Revenge should be uh, getting Best Supporting Animal of any category. Um, nice, and, like and then it got exploded at the end. <laughs> but, um, I can't yeah. wait for Shark. <laughs> Another nice. point of the night was Rami Malek had uh, oh, had to get paramedics um, after just after uh, his. Um, uh, award acceptance. No, I think it, it ended and he Did fell. He fall? Did he fall? It was, was after it, the show. Was it after the show? I knew, I knew it was like the stage, yeah. he fell off the stage or something, didn't he? So, yeah. yeah. Maybe so, he had a too few and, uh, they had to mercuries to drink. Yeah, maybe too. Yeah, yeah so there's a war Paramedic. Yeah, so, um, but he he was uh, he was okay. He didn't he didn't need to go to the hospital in the end. So. No, I heard you. They did go to the hospital. Yeah. The paramedic he came. He did? I, I, I heard the paramedics came and he nearly had to go to hospital, okay. but, he, but he didn't right, have so to go. Could you imagine him in hospital and the, the doctors are like, hey, we just saw you on TV. And like, yeah, yeah. I got the Oscar right here, but you can work on my leg. Could you imagine like falling off the stage and especially if you did something, heaven forbid, like break your ankle or something like that. And you like you were due to go to all these after parties and, uh, you know, things yeah. having just won an Oscar and it's the best moment of your life. And you're sat there instead in uh in in hospital being attended to in the emergency section like <laughs> just holding your oscar and feeling like, really sorry for yourself like, hey <laughs> i broke my leg i had to saw it off and replace it with my oscar it's yeah, now my it's break leg. a leg it's show business it's yeah, great yeah, <laughs> All right, guys, another great pub talk. Let's wrap it up here. Adam, go ahead. Closing words, plug your channels. Oh, Let's get yeah, so I'm yeah, now that now that I've stopped um I got a pee, so hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got to go to Black Ops. So, yeah. Right. Now, now I've stopped gluing my face to uh films and TV screens and cinema screens. I'm gonna um gonna take a week to chill out, read a few film scripts, play some black ops, kill Dan, uh everybody goes to Dan. And uh and and Rob as well. Everybody obviously. Everybody goes and, uh, <laughs> I'll, get some, I'll get some more YouTube content coming on there um in the next couple of weeks as well. So so stay tuned to Adam's Land. Always good fun. Cheers. Nice. Cheers. And definitely check out Adam's Land and Ebony's little channel. Definitely subscribe to this guy. His link's right below there. Mr. Disney Dan, Mr. 1000 subscribers. What are you at now? Uh I need four. I think four Ooh. subscribers. To get to eleven hundred. Nice. Let me let me double check though. Let me double check. Drum roll. Yes, four subscribers to get to eleven hundred. I'm I'm very very close. But uh, yeah, thank you for. I'm sorry about yesterday. Sorry I couldn't make it on yesterday. Life has been very yeah. wishy washy. Um, but I'm glad that uh, Oscar season is finally over. Though I do love my love my movies. Um. I'm glad now it can uh, we can wait till another year to talk about the Oscars. Um, still a big, you know, why wasn't Paddington 2 nominated for Best Picture? But, you know, you can't win them all. Um, but it is a great movie. Um, but, yeah, no, thank you, Rob. Um, always fun ha being on here. And, uh, yeah, uh, Disney Food Fridays on Fridays. Obviously, Disney Fiasco will be on Saturday. Um, 
and yeah just more videos to come i'm gonna do some weird wacky videos and i have a couple of announcements coming very soon to do with I was, august i was gonna say yes. something but i guess it's not announced so Sweet. I'm glad I didn't say nothing. Is it about, is it about August? <laughs> yes, it was actually. Oh, okay. I'm glad you said that because I was just about to go, uh, hey, but no. Hey, hey, you. I'll just say, guys, if you're in Florida in no, August. No, shh, shh, you can announce that your thing. Don't say yeah, that. No, I've already, I've There's already said it. Right there. I've said it already, a million times. I've said it a million times. I'll just put a teaser. If you're in Florida in August, just stay in August. Stay in Downscale. August. Stay in Florida. Scale's in the house. <clears throat> Where you been, Downscale? I miss you on my channel. Welcome, ah, Downscale. What's up, What's buddy? On, brother? All right, cool, Dan. Definitely check out Dan's channel. Congratulations Thank on you. 1,100 subscribers. I hit close. I didn't even announce this. Close to 1,100. It's close enough. I had sixteen hundred this week, so oh, I'm very happy. Nice. So, oh yeah. yeah, so yes, thank you guys. I'm excited, and we got this guy right here. Promotion. What are we doing on Friday? I don't even know. We're gonna do Frankie Friday. Yeah, um, we don't know. You guys have a good topic for know. us at all, Mr. Disney? Well, anything to do with food. I mean, you know. <laughs> what? What, Adam? That's like, something about the Oscars. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no no Oscars, but food. We'll talk. Oh, we'll yeah. talk about it. The food um, served at the Oscars after party. No, I, I don't know. I, I don't think a lot of food was served at the <laughs> after party. <laughs> so, Frankie yeah. Friday, this Friday, 4.30. Definitely check us out. We'll come up with a topic. I, I, I texted them today. We need a topic, so we need something. I'm sure it's Disney-related, but uh, we'll talk. We'll talk. Great, great. So I'm going to check out that Chris Gardner Twitter uh, account as well that you just said about the show. Oh, yeah. Right, guys. The downscale saying hi to everyone. Well, thank you guys so much. It was a, I had a great time with these awards shows and these different things we did. Thank you guys so much. I love Pub Talk. I can't believe we've got eleven in the can already. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it, and, it's uh, good fun. And um and yeah, I I had such a blast doing these whole you know from when the Oscar nominations went out uh, and then the build up with the different award seasons and our predictions, everything like that. It's been a blast. It's my, it's one of my most favorite times of the year. So I can't wait yeah. to do it again next year as well. So. Thank you, Dan. And, and anyone else in the chat there, Adam, uh, Jedi blue master in the house. What's going on? Gaming and Disney history. So uh, down was here. Only just WD gaming. Yeah. Ruth, Sam, Lisa was here before. Uh, Fantastic year. Uh, Says uh, was here. Says was here. There's yeah, loads of people. So yeah, thanks, yeah. Guys. thank you everyone for popping in. Bruce the shark. So Westies Westies TV. So yeah, guys, nice. everyone, thank you for popping in. Noah, Noah's still here. So yeah, maybe Cheers. we'll watch Jaws one day. We'll all have it on. Uh, you guys can put it on at home, and we'll have Jaws a reaction. A Jaws marathon. Yeah, well, no, we'll, we'll try it for the first ones. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll make you a deal, Dan. You will do Jaws 1, and we'll do Jaws the Revenge for you. Wait, no, but Jaws 3 is when they're at SeaWorld. Yeah, I, I was, was going to say, if, if we're going to start, <laughs> we might as well just do them all. So you know. Jaws 2 is fine, because you know what's funny about Jaws 2? Jaws 2 is there's a, great, there's a great line in Jaws 2 where I can't remember who said it. It was like... Um, um, they go, yeah. Sharks don't take like any grudges. They they don't go. They don't seek revenge. And then two movies later, they call a film Jaws: The Revenge. <laughs> he follows us. He follows us to the Bahamas. And uh, oh, that was one more thing I was going to say about the Oscars. Where was Whoopi Goldberg last night? Because she was supposed to be presenting an award, and I didn't see her anywhere. So, yeah, so um, she's probably making yeah. Sister Act three. 
maybe maybe so um <laughs> so yeah we, we're getting more yeah, people coming but there, was, there was one thing i thought though like they had the girls in the beginning and i thought they were going to have kind of like host moments with different people but i guess all they did was those three girls and then uh they just they didn't really do it. They were all presenters after that. They didn't really yeah, like all the Avengers were going to like host yeah, yeah, yeah. There's supposed to be a lot of different rumors, I guess. Who knows? I mean, uh, it would be pretty stupid to see the Hulk. It was good. Like, one to ten. What'd you think of the Oscars? Rating one to ten, Adam. For for me, this was actually one of the better ones in recent years, uh, which surprised me because I wasn't expecting it to be with with the no host thing. Um but one yeah, to this, ten. Um I first reaction. This year a solid eight okay dan it was a really weird one to ten dan oh god first uh, reaction boom seven i give it a seven too i'm thinking seven so i don't know i can't I give any more better ones yeah but, but, that means, that but it was weird. good though I, I didn't have really much gripes about it but it was just a seven if they had tacos <laughs> then i'll put it as a nine <laughs> what? tacos pickles very good all right we could be here for hours thank you so much we'll be back though pub talk will be back i had a lot of fun maybe we'll be back next week maybe the week after i don't know dreamers empire dean in the house what's going on brother as well in the house hey abby hey main street vicky how you doing so and leroy jenkins asking where where his chicken is on that note have a great uh night everyone thank you so much again adam thank you so much dan Cheers. Thank you, Frankie, my Cheers. man. Definitely check out your channel as well. You're gonna, uh, are you still Diamond Films? You still pushing Diamond Films? Check it out. Yes, on Twitch. I'm still waiting for those VR uh, live streams on Twitch and whatever. So hopefully soon. You're Mr. Quiet today. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Good night, Cheers. Everyone. Cheers, Adam. Cheers. Everybody, go shoot Dan. Yes, let's go shoot Dan. Have a great night, guys. Thank you.